Black Hole Radio presents Messiah Lifestyle with our host, Captain Planet. Episode 12, episode 12, Messiah Lifestyle, life is what God gives you, style is how you live it. Today's topic is called the universe stems from the specifics. That is key. We have to know our documentation to be conversation. Today will be a conversation based on information that we need to read, write, and recite. We need to read. This is what science says. This is not what Captain Planet says. This is what science says. Science says you have to read it, you have to write it, and you have to recite it. On that note, contact us at blackholeradio. I'm sorry, blackholeradio at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-C-K, whole, W-H-O-L-E, radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com to receive an email of today's lesson. I'm also in the process of writing a book. This is, if you email us, you'll be able to get the book for $13 once it's complete. Um, By the time at the end of the year when I complete it, it'll be $26 for the book and the workbook. Okay, let's move forward. Welcome to Messiah Lifestyle. Welcome to Messiah Lifestyle. This is a financial show. I am not a financial advisor. However, I'm here just to tell you my story of how I was able to start out with $73 in 2005 which is 18 years and one month ago, okay? And to be able to, in 16 years and six months, acquire a million dollars I've seen once on a receipt. However, the market is down, but we're on our way back up. Uh, Welcome to Messiah Lifestyle, where life is good, okay? Where life is what God gave you, and style is how you live it. In our culture, they taught us to be like Mike Jordan, Jackson, and Tyson, but I'm here to inform you. Why be like them when you could be like the Messiah? I was told that there's 2,300 phrases or topics that talked about in the Bible pertaining to finances, all right? The Messiah is a protector of all resources. And to focus on the ability to push our DNA into the future with those resources, okay? I almost said with with that (laughs) reefer. This is episode 12. However, this is the 13th biweekly period for the year. We missed one biweekly period. This is episode 12, and the topic of the episode, again, is called The Universe Stems from the Specifics, okay? My name is Captain Planet because you can't live on a planet without a plan. Captain Planet, why is the topic The Universe Stems from the Specifics? Because I want you to be exact and on target. If you shoot for nothing, you hit nothing dead on the head. I want you to be exact and on target with your financial goals with your financial dreams, with your efforts, okay, with your time, which is your most valuable asset. You're going to work as a 9-to-5. Oh, by the way, I'm a regular 9-to-5 if you didn't know, okay. I'm a regular 9-to-5 who was trying to figure this thing out, and there was no transparency in the 9-to-5 space, so I figured I'd fill the transparency and I'd fill the space to be able to guide those who were just like me trying to figure it out. You are the offspring family, 
of the problems the open enemy has forced upon us. History is best qualified to reward or research. Why do I say you are the offspring, family, of the problems the open enemy forced upon us? He does not want us to know our own history, let alone the financial history. He does not want us to know that. Okay, this is mindset I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to give you history. I'm trying to give you mindset. I'm trying to be low on the entertainment, high on the mindset, and high on the education that will be able to change your situation with a little nursery rhyme every now and then, take it back to the ABCs, because financially we are still in kindergarten. We are still in the first grade, and we need to develop and grow. It's a 12-year process before we graduate high school, so I'm, I'm almost assuming that it might be a 12-year process to be able to get out of the trap financially with your finances, okay? I'm going to make a long story long today, an attempt to make you aware of what we were before the open enemy has divided us. That's the oldest trick in their book, to divide and conquer. You must understand this. Again, you must understand this. Do not let them divide you from your money. Okay, just think about that right there. You worked hard. You put in the pain. Don't resort to pleasure. You have to take the pain and turn it into profit. How are we going to do that, Captain Planet? We're going to invest into the stock market. We're going to own more shares than shoes. Okay, it is so important not to give him, meaning the open enemy, your dollar. But the solution is to own the open enemy with your dollars by way of buying shares in the stock market instead of shoes. I hope I drove that point home, okay? I repeat, the universe stems from the specifics, okay? What were you before Puerto Rico was called Puerto Rico? I'm starting there because I'm black and Puerto Rican. Once again, the title of today's episode, this is the 12th episode of Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you, style is how you live it. The universe stems, what were you before New York City was called New York City? The universe stems from the specifics. Because I'm in New York City. I'm black and Puerto Rican, and I'm in New York City. The universe stems from the specifics. I'm driving that home. I'm trying to get that to you, just got that in your brain. Everything I do financially has to be specific. Because my grandfather on my mother's side was Cuban, okay? So you were before you were called Cuban or you were, uh, quote, unquote, from Cuba, you were a black and African. You are African, okay? Are we clear? And if you want to go further, you was from Kemet. Well, if that's the case, then you need to be thinking about preserving your black dollar. Okay, you need to be thinking about pushing your DNA into the future and preserving your black dollar. Not to just spend it where the last three letters of spend is N. The open enemy is a master at exploiting our superficial differences and not getting us to take our dollars and turn our dollars on them by purchasing shares of ownership. We must get over this materialism quick. And I'm talking about quick. Quick ain't I wish I knew a better word than quick. Okay? We got to turn it. We, we, we have to get over materialism quick, okay? And uh, we, we have to, I, I don't even, I, like, I wish I knew a word to, um, I got to look that up. What's a word that's faster than fast, that's faster than quick? 
but we must get over worrying about things that do not increase our power. Okay, we must get over mismanagement. Quick and quick is not fast enough a word. If we don't mismanage our funds, guess what? We win. Once again, if we do not mismanage our funds, we win. If we do not get caught up in materialism, we win. I repeat, if we do not get caught up in materialism, we win. If we do not mismanage our money, again, the topic of today's thing is the universe stems from the specifics. So we must be specific of where every dollar is above our bills so that we could put them dollars to work. Okay? Now let's talk about religion. Touchy topic. So I'm going to say it's so calm. I'm, I'm going to try to take all of the energy out of it. I'm just going to try to just be so pure with you. Your religion is only my concern to the extent that it interferes with your inability to struggle with your African liberation, a.k.a. your ability to invest. Okay? I'm going to say that again. Your religion is only my concern to the extent that it interferes with your inability to struggle with your African liberation, a.k.a. your ability to invest. Because our future liberation is only going to be as good as our ability to invest in our future. Are we clear about that? Our liberation is only going to be as good as our ability to invest in the future. Our liberation is directly connected to our ability to enhance our finances and resources in the future. I normally say, Captain Planet normally says, you got to push your DNA into the future and provide resources. That's just another way of saying it. Our liberation is directly connected to our, our ability to enhance our finances and resources in the future. If Christianity doesn't stop you from investing into the future, I have no problem with it. Let me say it another way. Say it again. If Christianity doesn't get in the way of you knowing your average profit margin above your bills, which is a simple equation that goes as follows, total cash plus total money in the stock market with your 401K and your brokerage account, you add that together, then you divide that by how many paychecks you have, which is your average profit margin above your bills. I have no problem with it. Okay, let's bring it all the way back. If your Christianity does not get in the way of you knowing your average profit margin above your bills, which is a simple equation, I have no problem with it. I have no problem with Jehovah. I have, the same, I have no problem with it if you're Muslim. I have no problem if you're practicing Buddha. But now let's flip it all the way on the flip side. On the flip side, if you can't keep your dollars to yourself and your melanated people because if your God doesn't allow you to see color, then you have a problem because I can't struggle in educating you, knowing the deficiencies the open enemy has created inside of your mind, but you're still behind thought process-wise, and you don't want to go to war with the open enemy, and you don't want to, you want to waste my time because I'm trying to free you and liberate you mentally. Are we clear about that? Okay, let's get back to the equation, and I need everybody to write this down. So the equation goes as follows. 
to know your average profit margin above your bills. Are we clear? I hope we clear. Total cash. Captain Planet, what's total cash? Okay. Total cash is your ability to be able to count up all of the money that you have in your bank account. So if you have three bank accounts, then it's going to be three uh, bank accounts. You're going to add that all together. That's what total cash is. Now, total deferred comp, meaning deferred compensation, another word for that is called your 401K, your 403B plan, your 457 plan. If you're in the military, maybe your uh, – I think the military is called uh, TDA. And I believe um, also, too, if you're in the Board of Ed, it's called um, TDA as well. Okay? You add uh, your total cash as well as you're going to add your total amount that you have in your brokerage account, the total amount that you have in your TDA, your total amount that you have in your deferred comp. You're going to add all of that together. Then you're going to divide that by how many paychecks you have on a job. Again, the name of the, today's topic is the universe stems from the specifics. So you have to know how many paychecks you have in on a job. That's going to equal, that answer equals your average profit margin above your bills, which is going to be your new floor, which is going to be the amount of money that you're going to try to maintain. In the event that you find out that you're a $100 young man or young lady above your bills and you only can save slash invest $80, you need to document it that you're still behind $20. Are we clear? I hope I made that clear. Okay. This down, family. I had to take a quick water break because I was going hard with that one. No weapon has been greatly used against us other than a cumulative interest. <clears throat> um, I forgot who said it. They said those who know about it get paid from it. Those who don't know about it have to pay it for the rest of their life. That's the condition and the situation that we are in as, as black people. We are paying a cumulative interest via credit card, via interest on a car loan, via interest on a mortgage, which is the amortization, which is a total trick. And consistently we're paying taxes, uh, cumulative interest, inflation. We get hit with all of these obstacles, and then all of these obstacles they planted in our community that we can't think straight. So no weapon has been greater used on us other than the cumulative interest because the open enemy <clears throat> is collecting interest from us and a cumulative interest and he's leaving us at a constant de de deficit financially, okay? So, family, ask yourself this question. Who benefits by you not becoming an owner of a cash-flowing home, meaning collecting rent, okay? So if you're not collecting rent and maybe you're paying rent, right, just pause for a second and ask yourself who's benefiting, who owns that property, who owns that building, and how are these funds getting redistributed? Now, if that is the case, we have to set up a plan to get from that end of the stick to the other end of the stick, the receiving end, okay? But clearly, someone else is benefiting if you're not in that situation. Who benefits by you not owning shares in a company that is number one company in the world, such as Apple, which is 49% up this year, year to date, meaning from the beginning of the year to now. I'm going to say that again. 
if you have the money to purchase the Apple share and you did not purchase the Apple share, however, you had the money to do so, and Apple will increase 49% this year from June, from January to June. We're talking last Friday as as of these stats were. And they increased their network 49%. You had the opportunity to do so, but you didn't do so. Okay? Who's benefiting from that? Clearly, Apple is benefiting from that because they're in the game and you're not in the game. Okay? You must become an Apple shareholder. Why do I say that? Apple's number one in, in the world. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just telling you my story. You don't have to do nothing I say. I'm just telling you the exact breakdown of what I'm doing. And if you choose to do so, you do so. This is the disclaimer, so to speak, where you should seek professional advice. Um, but I'll tell you what I think about professional advice in a minute. But that's the legalities behind that, that you should seek someone who knows how to do that. You should uh, mitigate all risk. You should take extensive research behind where you're going to um, put your funds. Once again, Apple is the number one company in the world, and it's not hard to find. To change your mind, black man, you must change the way you think about money. Every dollar must be invested above your bills. I didn't say some dollars. I didn't say every other dollar. I didn't say when you get a big check. I didn't say when you get income tax. I said after you identify this particular dollar above your bills, this is what you have to do with your money. This is what I have suggested. Okay? As a matter of fact, in our black culture, if you get money mismanaged, you should be arrested. <laughs> okay? Let's get a little let's get a little rhyming in the entertainment together. This is what I have suggested. And if you don't do this in our culture, you need to be arrested. A law should be passed and by our people requested that every black man in the stock market should be vested. Okay? Episode one, till now, I have laid down, every episode I have laid down what you should break down and, and how it should be dissected. And when you do, you will realize that it ain't no fun unless my family gets some financially and we all could progress together and we should be connected. Okay, going back to the disclaimer, I am not a financial advisor. Most of them, I'm going to say some comments and some names, are bozos to me. They're con artists. They're liars. They themselves are broke in regards to investment. They are only feeding off your ignorance. So when I say they broke, they may financially have money, but they're making their finances off of you. They're not making their finances off of the good decisions that they're making in the market. Okay, I can prove that to you in no matter of time. They have never shown you how much money they made for the year, okay? And then they never showed you how much money they made off the money because that's the real power. The universe stems from specifics. I have, as a matter of fact, I've made $160,254.94 for the year. So it's halftime. We have we're 13 um, biweekly checks in, and we have 13 checks left for the year. That loser of a financial advisor has never shown you his brokerage account. Okay? He never show you what stocks he owns. Now let's talk about the top five companies in the world of the stocks that Captain Planet owns. Blueprint time. Get your pen and paper out. You ready? I spoke about Apple earlier. Let's take these notes. I'm going to say it nice and slow so you can write it down. Apple is number one in the world. I spoke about that earlier. YTD, when you type in Apple stock price and you click on it and the graph comes up, 
there's some icons there. You can click on YTD. YTD stands for year to date. Year to date, Apple is up 49%. Microsoft is up year to date, 39%. Tesla is up year to date, 137%. NVIDIA, who makes all of the chips for Microsoft Chat GPT for every computer, for the computers and the cars, is up 194%. Amazon, year to date, also known as YTD, is up 50%. There's only one company out of these five that might have been hard to the naked eye to find, and that's NVIDIA, if you're not in the loop, if you're new to this game. Apple, number one in the comp- uh, and number one in the world, ain't hard to find. Everybody got an Apple phone. Microsoft, everybody got an app. Uh, a mic. Everybody has had a Microsoft computer prior to Apple's dominance, or knew about a Microsoft. Tesla, we already know Elon doing what Elon do. He doing what he got to do to get the exposure. Nvidia, you might not have known, but if you did a little digging, you would have went to Google and asked them the top 10 companies in the world, NVIDIA would have popped up. Amazon, ain't hard to find. Started out as a book company, took over the uh, the distribution uh, in the world. Let's do some math now. Y'all ready? I hope y'all took those notes down. Apple, year-to-date, is up 49%. Microsoft, year-to-date, up 39%. Tesla, year-to-date, is up 137%. NVIDIA, year-to-date, up 194%. Amazon, year-to-date, is up 50%. Now, let's add that all together. Because now we're going to add it, then we're going to divide it by five, which is going to give us our average profit margin percentage-wise for our stocks and our shares. Copy. So 49%, 39%. You should be doing this on your calculator as you're listening to me. Plus 137%, plus 194%, plus 50%, equals 469%. And I shouldn't have even said it like that percent-wise. I should have just said the raw numbers. So I'm going to say the raw numbers. 49 plus 39 plus 137 plus 194 plus 50 equals... 469. Third grade, learn how to figure out averages. Some of us learned it in sixth grade. Some of us in ninth grade. Some of us in twelfth grade. I don't care when you learned it, but you learned it. So you have to divide five into that because it was five different companies. So five into 469 is 93. So and that means in the beginning of the year, if you had $100 on all of these companies, it would have grown to $193 currently now. If you had $1,000, it would be $1,930. If you had 10000 you would have made $930. So if it went up $1,000, you would have um, went up $930. If, it, if you had $10,000, it would have went up $9,300. Um, dollars. So the moral of the story is you should have been purchasing those shares and you should have been 
paying attention to the growth and charting it because the universe stems from the specifics. I hope everybody got that. Okay? 93% year-to-date, that's how much those five companies are up. Let that sit on your brain for a minute. 93% year-to-date in, in the last six months. That is what Captain Planet is up in his brokerage account year-to-date with the top five companies in the world. However, that financial advisor won't show you. It won't show you that because his money is predicated off of what he can make off of you. That's his comfort level. He's counting on you not to count and do the math. He knows you're not paying attention. So there's simple things that we could do to mitigate this. All we have to do is increase our attention span. All we have to do is start to learn how to do the math, learn averages, <clears throat> and practice. That's why we ain't good. You ain't never practiced at it. Practice? Like obviously said. We talking about practice? Yeah, we talking about practice. Okay? He should be able to tell you how much money he or she is making off the money. That financial advisor that you're seeking, that's just straight robbing you. Dr. Umar Johnson voice. Don't this sound suspicious? <laughs> that he ain't never showed you his he ain't never showed you his account? Don't that sound suspicious? <laughs> I love when Dr. Umar Johnson says that. Okay? Dr. Umar Johnson also said your religion must be an instrument of liberation or it is a waste of time. Now Dr. Umar, this is a financial uh show. Dr. Umar has never given transparent personal advice financially. However, I agree with him on that last statement. Again, today's title is The Universe Stems from the Specifics. And I am not a financial advisor. I just saw the need in our community because there are no transparent millionaires who work a nine-to-five that have documented their success and are willing to share it with our community for free. I'm telling you. I I have I want somebody to point them out. Please, somebody show me. So what did Clapton Planet, because you can't live on a planet without a plan, specifically do with his extras to be in tune with the universe this pay period? All right, get a pen and paper. People say I should go on a vacation. I don't think so, but you know what? I entertain them just to listen. So I I take that as a moment to teach even if I don't agree with them financially. I'm going to walk down that shadow of death with you, act like I'm going to spend my money, which is the last three letters to spend is N, but I'm going to invest it to teach everybody a lesson around me who suggested that. So people say I should go on a vacation. So I ask them how much is approximately two vacations for the year. They say about 4500 4500 divided by 26 approximately $173 a pay per year. Okay, I said, well, instead of giving that money to the bank and receive nothing, in the meantime and in between time, I created a better habit. Ooh, that word habit is key. They call us habitual animals because we're creatures of habit. So I want you to just write down the format of my brain of when I want to do something which is quote-unquote fun or luxury. Because we are creatures of habit, that's why they call us habitual animals, I pay extra payments to the mortgage 
and to keep track with the sense column of how many times I have done it. For example, this is the 11th straight biweekly period I've paid $173.11 towards the mortgage extra. Next biweekly period, I'll pay 173.12. So you see in the sense column, I'm keeping track of how many times I'm doing it. Are we on the same page? The universe stems from the specifics, I repeat. So I want you to grasp that concept. Just think about that for a second. Instead of taking the money and putting it in a bank and allowing them to use me, I take the money and pay extra to the principal to mitigate the interest that they take it from me. And if I choose to go on that vacation, then I'll do so. If I do not, I'm still moving forward. Forward, march. That's, that's all of the paper that and the money that's behind me. Forward, march. Today is the brokest day I'll be. The objective is that today, whatever new height and whatever goal you achieve, that, that you're never going backwards, that you're going to go forward. We ain't out here Michael Jackson, moonwalking, looking forward, going backwards. We ain't out here for that. Okay? So I dropped the jewel on you earlier. I hope you wrote that down, which is the top five companies in the world and how to invest into them via your brokerage account and what you what what reward you would have reaped from that. Then when people try to, to disturb you and to knock you off your quote-unquote square and get you to go on a vacation, I, I created a system for you with that. Again, the universe stems from the specifics, I repeat. I personally have not been able to get every family member to invest in the stock market. However, that is my dream. Martin Luther King had a dream. Captain Planet has a dream. To get every family member to invest in the stock market so that we all could be forward marching together. We all, It ain't no fun if my homies ain't got none. It ain't no fun. If I got all the money, ain't nobody else got no money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not tripping on being the only one to be a giver. My ego ain't I don't want to be the only one giving around here. I want everybody to give. I want everybody to live forever. I want everybody to pass push their DNA into the future. This is what's on the line and provide resources against the open enemy. This is what's on the line. Okay? However, I'm fully aware. See that word dream is tricky. That word dream is tricky. I am fully aware. That dreams without goals are just dreams. Ultimately, fuel disappointment, and that is exactly what I have been in my life, disappointed. I've been disappointed my entire financial life. I first received money at 12 years old. I went to my family and I said, yo, we all should put our money together. Everybody laughed at me. I'm serious. Me, my old, my old, my younger brother, and my mother only got an account a year and a half ago. So that was a 32-year struggle to be able to be on the same page financially. Ain't that something? This is how twisted we are mentally in the black culture. Okay, again, however, I'm fully aware that dreams without goals are just dreams and ultimately fuel disappointment. And that is exactly what I have been, disappointed. And along the way to achieving your dreams, you must have, if you didn't know, that's your average profit margin above your bills, if you didn't know. That's the ability to pay more attention to everything else than to more to yourself than anything else, if you didn't know. That's the phrase that today's topic is. The universe stems from the specifics, I repeat, if you didn't know. Okay? And along the way, achieving your dreams, you must apply discipline, but more importantly, consistency. 
Because without commitment, you'll never start. But without consistency, you'll never finish. Now, that's the A.R. Bernard quote. Okay? I was told. Now, Raquel is a young lady who put me on to A.R. Bernard. Uh, So, Raquel, I just want to let you know I miss you. And I would have never... I, I never went to CCC with you, but um, you was the one who shared and introduced A.R. Bernard into my life. So I should have gone to CCC. Um, I didn't go with the person who put me on. I've gone to CCC and checked out my man, Pastor A.R. Bernard. He's, he's the man who does his thing. But that quote is from him. So let me say it nice and smoothly because I broke it up because I was trying to teach along the way. Um, A.R. Bernard says, that dreams without goals are just dreams and ultimately fuel disappointment. And that is exactly what I I have been. That's me. So let me remove my my, my thought process. Dreams without goals are just dreams and ultimately fuel disappointment. And along the way to achieving your dreams, you must apply discipline, but more importantly, consistency, because without commitment, you'll never start. But without consistency, you'll never finish. <laughs> I like that. You know, I'm, that might get me to CCC soon, you know, just thinking about that. I like the consistency part. I also like the commitment part because in my other areas of life, I didn't start. And then you just got to start and then commit. And then you got to increase your com- your consistency. That's in other areas of my life. My financial side of my life, I'm, I'm solid on that. Um. Yeah, you'll never start, but without consistency, you'll never finish. That that was deep. Uh, and I'm going to consistently tell you, family, that the S&P 500 is 505 of the largest stocks in the world, which is 80% of the money in the world, which companies have to make $10 billion to be a part of. I'm going to consistently tell you, family, that inside your 401K, 457 plan, 403B plan, your TDA plan, it's called Equity Index Fund, which is a replica of the S&P 500. It's also known as large cap. Either you will be a plus to your family or you will be a minus. So let me slow it down and say it nice and smooth. Um, you'll never start and you'll never finish. And I just want to consistently tell you, family, that the S&P 500, that's an index, a platform where all of the stocks trade on, the S&P 500 is 505 of the largest stocks in the world. Write this down. Which is 80% of the money in the world. Which companies have to make $10 billion or more to be a part of. I'm going to consistently tell you, family, that inside of your 401k, which you have to be 59 and a half to be able to start withdrawing on that money. That's the difference between 401k and 457, or you will be penalized a 10% penalty. And depending if you put that money in pre-tax or after-tax, pre-tax means you don't pay the tax now, you pay the tax later. After-tax is normally called a Roth account in your 457 plan, which means that the day you retire, you can start withdrawing on those funds without a penalty. However, once again, if you get it pre-tax, then you have to pay the taxes later when you go to withdraw it. Are we clear? The 403B plan are normally the plans where they give you some money towards your plan. 
whether they match a 2% or 8%, I think most of those plans are almost gone. Okay, inside of those plans is called equity index fund, which is a replica of the S&P 500. And it's also known as large cap. So in essence, what I'm saying is equity index fund, S&P 500, and large cap synonymously almost mean the same thing. Okay, now, with your extra money above your bills, Either you will be an addition or a subtraction. Either you'll be a plus or a minus for your family. This is mindset action here. Okay? The other was definition action. Mindset action is what are you going to be? Who are you going to be? Is the family going to say Captain Planet added to their life? Or is the family going to say he subtracted for their life? Are you going forward? Or are you going backwards economically? You will either be an investor, which is a freedom fighter for your family, or you'll be a coon for your family mismanaging all over the place. I mean, I don't know any other kind of way. We love a good fight. We we like to see Tyson versus uh, whoever. He killed everybody, so it doesn't even matter. We like to see Mayweather versus this person. We like to see the Lakers versus this. Listen. Put this versus each other on your wall. Investor, and where you going to put your face? Versus coon. <laughs> so you either going to be an investor or you going to be a coon. <laughs> Figure out which one you're going to be. Okay? Um, Again, being an investor is like being a freedom fighter for your family. Okay? Mismanaging is the, the other side, right? Buying cars and jewelry and shoes that are overpriced or quote-unquote luxury. You know, we need to just sit down and just, we need to just tell ourselves, shut up. What are you doing? What are you thinking? What are you buying? All right? Go sit down somewhere, mismanaging your blessings instead of taking heed to these lessons I've been provided for you. This is Messiah lifestyle. Life is what God gives you. Style is how you live it. I'm Captain Planet because you can't live on a planet without a plan. You got to plan it out. Then you got to envision how would the Messiah have invested Okay, the universe stems from the specifics. So we just broke down the S&P 500. So what did Captain Planet invest in the S&P 500 biweekly this period? Survey says $364. I invested $364 into the index fund this biweekly period. This is how much I invested into the S&P 500. Disciples, I hope y'all paying attention. If you wanted to invest into a brokerage account, the stock symbol is called VOO. So all of my Messiah Lifestyle disciples, you could have either did it through your 401K, which is equity index fund, or you could have did it through your brokerage account, which is VOO, or you could have did both. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what will be done for us? And when I say us, I'm talking about my DNA must be invested by us. Okay? That's the real FUBU. What will be done by us must be done by us. Are we clear? So what will be done for us, that's the F-U part, and when I'm talking about my DNA must be invested by us. That's the investment fool. <laughs> you feel me? So I'm just taking lessons in life that you're familiar with, that logos that you're familiar with, that you heard, that was productive. Um, but what's your investment fool thought process? So my investment FUBU means, okay, let's talk about the clothing FUBU, for us, by us. Yeah, we wearing something. That's the outside of our head. 
yeah, we wearing some clothes. All right. I mean, if it costs more than what it should, then it still falls under the category of luxury. But uh, yeah, I don't know. True luxury is spending time with family and friends. Uh, that's my definition of true luxury. However, what would be done for us? Again, when I say us, I'm talking about my DNA must be invested by us. That is the real FUBU. For us, by us. Now, family, I want you to understand the root of my passion, where it comes from. And remember, roots in a tree are in the ground and cannot be seen. Well, let's pull up some of these family financial roots. And I suggest everybody do this right here. I I suggest everybody get a scrapbook. After you hear me break it down, and this is the most condensed version because we're short on time, but what I'm going to try to do is give a financial history lesson of what I know of my family. And on purpose, I didn't consult with my mother and my father because I wanted to show them how much little I know, and then maybe I can go to them after this and they hear this episode, and maybe they fill in the gap. But the point is, at this point in my life, the gap should have already been filled in. Or maybe they did fill it in for me, and they tell me, yo, they told me this, and I I didn't know the answers. But nine times out of ten my whole life I've been hearing, but you didn't know this. But you didn't know this. Obviously, clearly, I didn't know. I don't know. That's why I'm out here roaming around looking like boo-boo the fool. The universe stems from the uh, specifics is the name of the title of this show today, okay? These are my family financial roots. So let's look into my family financial roots. The quickest way um, I could think about this is uh, on my mother's side, on my mother's side, my great-grandmother, Abuela, which means grandmother in Spanish, I don't know her real name. Ain't that something? She came from Puerto Rico. I don't know what she did for a living, but she got us here. Thank God for that. I know she gave assistance for a down payment for a co-op to her daughter, Matiti uh, Maria, who married Uncle Mel. Keep that in mind. But that was the first form of generational wealth that I know about. But let's go with the exact blueprint and the exact line. So my great-grandmother gave money to one of her daughters who married a gentleman who was a city worker, and that was the down payment for their assistance to their co-op. Grandpa Oscar married Grandpa Margaret, also known as Abuela to me, who is the sister of Titi Maria and the daughter of the original great-grandmother Abuela I was telling you about, which I don't know her name. Grandpa Oscar was a reader who joined the military. Grandma Margaret, from what I know, wasn't much of a reader. They had my mother, who became the first black and Latino judge in Long Island. That relationship didn't work. They got a divorce at a very young age of my mother. There goes the first dysfunction, the dysfunction of the first technology, which is the family economically. But check this out. Abuela, Grandma Margaret, had two more children with a gentleman named Earl, who turned out to have other children named Earl all over the place. She had two kids with Earl and named him and named them, which is my Uncle Earl and my Uncle Mark. 
Grandpa Oscar, then remarries Grandma Thelma. Grandma Thelma, I believe, had three kids already. My Uncle Skeeter, who joined the military and is currently the uh, the best man and husband living family-wise. Not sure of his exact finances. This is a financial show. We're talking about financial roots, right? I don't know what his finances are. Uncle Billy and Aunt Gilda, those are the other three kids. Then they adopted Aunt Lisa. She's a school teacher now, I believe. Don't know her finances. Don't know her investment strategy. Don't know what her thought process is. Don't know what Uncle Billy's thought process is. Don't know what Aunt Gilda's thought process is about finances. Don't know what Uncle Skeeter's process is about finances. Grandpa Oscar bought a house in Webster Grove, Missouri, with the VA loan from the military. I don't know what Grandma Thelma did for a living. Don't know what her thought process was about finances. Grandpa Oscar died. Therefore, the house went to Grandma Thelma. Then when Grandma Thelma died, Aunt Gilda was living in the house. I overheard that my mother, Peter, and Uncle Billy was assisting with the taxes on the home. And then Aunt Gilda wasn't keeping it up with the house. The rest of the siblings stopped assisting with the taxes, and Aunt Gilda told no one that the house shortly went into foreclosure. I checked at the time of the house was sold into foreclosure. My mother gave me the address years ago. It was sold for thirty thousand dollars. The house at the time was worth two fifty. That's two hundred and twenty thousand dollars of equity that went wasted and never got to reach my generation or the generation after me. What a waste. And no generational wealth was passed on. You know why? Because they didn't have the thought process of today was a brokest day and every new high was your floor and the bottom, and you have to protect all your resources to move forward, okay? No generational wealth was passed on there, okay? Remember Uncle Mel and Titi Maria, my great-grandmother's daughter? Well, Uncle Mel in his glory years, meaning getting older, my mother who had me and my younger brother, my, my younger brother took care of Uncle Mel for the last four years of his life. Uncle Mel paid off the co-op, gave the co-op to my brother, Net value approximately is 230000 My brother lived in it for a couple of years. He now lives in Puerto Rico, collects rent, and gets a residual profit. Now, I advise him to take a portion of that money, whatever it is, consistently invest it into the S&P 500. Because remember, dreams don't mean nothing if you ain't got no consistency part of it. That's the A.R. Bernard quote. I told him to consistently put it into the S&P 500. However, he did not take that advice. So let me paint this picture what that looks like. Let's say he's collecting. We're making $100. We're just going to say $100 profit, right? If he took $20 of that or $10 or 10% and allocated that towards the market, now he's taking passive income that he's allocating to the market, not the money that he's getting twerking, Working off of his back, he he would have the ability to add passive income, and then he can track his passive income versus the money that he's putting in twerking and to see which one is working. But he didn't want to follow that advice. I broke that down to him. I, I don't know why he don't want to follow that advice. I don't know why he doesn't want to stay consistent. I, doesn't know, I don't know why he doesn't want to come up with a dollar amount or a percentage amount of the money that he's going to put into the market and consistently, consistently allow it to grow after I already touched a million. 
his own brother now. Think about that. I'm currently saving for a home for him in Puerto Rico. I did it in a form of a monthly extra payment the same way I did with the vacation from my own mortgage, paying extra to the principal just in case he doesn't hold up his end of the deal with his own savings of money and doesn't it doesn't go to waste. So instead of taking the money and putting it in a separate account to be able to give to him, I put it extra towards the mortgage to benefit myself and my son's life. Um, yeah, because I can't trust because he hasn't been consistency. consistent. I would love to trust his consistency. But he hasn't shown that, so I just take the money and put it extra towards the mortgage. Okay? Once again, I'm currently saving for a home in Puerto Rico for him in the form of a monthly payment. Don't put it into an account. I put it to an extra payment towards the mortgage. I want him to hold up his end of the deal of consistency and saving money. You know what I mean? Just so it doesn't go to waste. Okay? Because as Mr. Howard says, a dollar moving is a dollar losing. I'm sorry, a dollar not moving is a dollar losing. So you can't afford to put your money on the side and park it on the side and it don't move. Are we clear? Sometimes we got to make that thing crisscross. We got to make it jump. We got to make that paper jump. Paperwork make the paperwork. Okay? And especially in that scenario that I just described with you with my younger brother, the passive money, you have to track that as well as you have to track the active money. And when my Uncle Mel died, he was uh, I was given $5,000 by my mother. I never seen no paperwork. I never seen um, the will. I never seen the trust. I never seen anything. I'm telling you this because I'm passing this story on so you can see I'm putting the intelligence on display from my great-grandmother who came from Puerto Rico and had nothing in, and assisted with a down payment, and I'm putting the ignorance on display of the fact that I've never seen no paperwork pertaining of who he directed what funds to. Okay? So my mother gave me $5,000, never seen no type of paperwork, and I invested that the same way I've always invested, right, into the S&P 500. Now let's get to my father's side. I don't know my great-grandmother or my great-grandfather. I don't know my grandfather. I don't know who he was. I heard he was a cook, and he was in the street. I think I only saw one picture of him. My grandma May, however, never made over $15,000, I was told. He had five children, I believe, by three different men. My father was one of them. He was a three-time teenage father, 16, 17, 18. I never missed a meal. Nor lived in the projects. He drove a quote-unquote luxury car my entire life and had five kids, including me. Me and my brother were the last two. He married my mother, and they got divorced. And, and the completion of my upbringing was completed with him, not with my younger brother. My father was a city worker. And when Grandma May passed away, I thought she left 60000 to split up between her five children. However, my sister, who was real close to her and was living one time with me, she told me it was 300000 that each sibling my father had received 60000 Now, check this out. Father's younger brother, Uncle Larry, that's my right-hand man. Oh, man, he passed away. Man, if I would have been successful already, 
um, I would have been able to show him some things, but it took a long time for me to um, get to a million dollars. But if I had a million dollars while Uncle Larry was alive, man, I would I would have $10 million. He would have 10 times it. That's how talented he was, um, especially in the graphic in the graphic art space with the design and then the, the increased power of Instagram and social media and everything. He would have been able to handle all of my business in that category. He might have crooked me every now and then because that's what he was good for. But he definitely would have took me to the um, next level. Um, he wasn't doing too well. So remember, each sibling of my father got sixty grand. Okay, my father gave his portion <clears throat> to Uncle Larry, which is his younger brother, because he wasn't doing well economically. Uncle Larry married a woman who had a daughter already. Then he had two kids with her. She didn't, she didn't have a job. She didn't work. So Uncle Larry got 120000 and utilized it all because he had three kids, a wife, who didn't work. You follow? So the money was there to be invested, but it never got invested. Okay? Now, I think Uncle Niles took some of that money and went to North Carolina and bought a home. He worded that phrase as what? I think. I don't know for sure. It never was discussed with me. It never was told what the money was broke down, how it got broke down. Never heard these words out of my father's mouth. Never told me. This is all hearsay. You So you see how the financial roots are hearsay? We got to have documented financial roots within the family. So if he did that, good job on his part for him and his family, my cousin. Now, my Aunt Sasha is my, my father's sister. She had the best man in the family, the best husband in the family. Good old Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie was a man, man. Good looking dude. Always talk smooth. Always dropping knowledge. But that quotable knowledge, uh, not that documented knowledge. And that's the shoulders I'm trying to stand on um, of documented knowledge versus quotable knowledge. You know? Uh, he was a good man. He was a good husband. He, 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 like I said, he's the best man in the family. He passed away. I believe he was the best man in the family that, that my family has ever had. Uh, he had five kids with Aunt Sasha and Uncle Eddie, who I believe had a city job as well, Uncle Eddie. I don't know where Aunt Sasha worked or what her job was, um, but I believe they already owned a home when that money came through. So when that money came through and they already owned a home, they then purchased a second one. Uncle Eddie passed as well, and so Aunt Sasha got got control of the money, and then Aunt Sasha passed. And I checked on my own; those houses was worth seven hundred and fifty each, which is one point five million dollars to be split between the five daughters. Now that's three hundred thousand each. I don't know the rest of the story on that. How it got split? Now let's get to the Captain Planet because you can't live on a planet without a plan. Twelve years old, first time I touched money. However, I always told my mother. And my father and my siblings, we all should have one account. That never happened. At 20, I was in position to get a rental property with my older brother. Went through the whole process. Found the deal. It was my idea. He found the deal. Executed. We go to execute. I got the money. It was a couple bumps and bruises along the way. That's for another day. But I had I fulfilled all of my requirements. I had the $17,000 to put down. Gave him the money. He then gave me my money back after closing, 
and then sold the property and took the profit. I haven't spoken to him in 23 years after he knifed me in the back. Later it was discovered that my father might have encouraged that because he was going through the divorce with my mother. He tells my older brother, who I never violated in this particular contract or thought process, look, man, he's always going to pledge allegiance to his mother, which sounds crazy to me because my father is the biggest mama's boy. He actually is a better mama's boy than me. Could you believe that? My father is a better mama's boy but told his oldest son that, hey, Malachi is always going to pledge allegiance to his mother, which sounds crazy. Nonetheless, those are the financial roots. I haven't spoken to him in 23 years for the knife in the back that he um, displayed, put that on display. Later it was discovered that my father encouraged that. My mother and my father never had one account together. See the financial roots? Family, we got to have start having one account with our families. Okay, so we can get rid of all of the bumps and bruises early and young in the game. So as we develop and we increase in power and resources, we can have all of that ironed out so we can forward march. Okay, my mother and my father never had an account. Me and my mother and my younger brother just got an account last year, one year and six months ago. When I have been saying this since 12 years old, you know how frustrating that is? That's 30-some-odd years of frustration that we all need to be doing something together. So far, it's doing uh, well. Uh, we have two Airbnbs, and the payout so far is $35,000. I say all this to say this was the motivation to put a stop to the foolery. However, I made uh, my task hard because I personally had a child with a woman who is not financially aware. And God forbid, because he's one in eight months, if I pass on, he may never see that million. It took me 16 years and six months to acquire it. However, I'm doing the best that I can to mitigate the paperwork-wise in terms of wills, trust, so forth and so on, and also documenting the process to put an end to this foolishness so he could see and I could teach him mentally as well as physically and documentation-wise that, listen, this is how you go about it. So I ain't that bright on the bright side of, <laughs> of life side. However, on the mathematical side, I'm on point, man. And uh, a proper portfolio prevents poverty permanently. Tom, the moral of the story is we must push our DNA into the future, providing resources, preventing all mismanagement, as well as documenting the process the best of our ability to be in position to uh, bang on the open enemy. And that's what I just I, I pray for everybody to be able to mathematically create a systematic structure. Okay, and again. The title of um, today's uh, topic is The Universe Stems from the Specifics. So we got to get specific on everything we do. Brother Forrest, Brother Forrest, you out there? You out there in the ether, Brother Forrest? I hope I serve the people. I'm so thankful for the opportunity that Brother Forrest has given me. I hope you grasp that today, that you should invest in the top five companies in the world and what that would have done for you for in between January and June if you had the money already in. And these top five companies are your best starting five. Um, I hope that you grasp the concept of the S&P 500 that is beat the test of time. It's a quality index to invest in. I hope you grasp the concept that equity index uh, fund, S&P 500, are all the same. Yes, Captain, Captain Planet. Captain yes, Planet. Sir. Caller, we have a caller, but I try to get them on, but they have so much noise in the background. I don't think they can hear me. But anyway, okay. we're going to thank them for I'll calling. Wait. You did a great job. Yeah, thank you very much. Did you get their number so we could call them back on the personal side? 
I can do that for you, big brother. Hold on a second. Just give me a second. Okay. Okay, I got it, brother. I'll send it to you as soon as we get off the air. No problem. I appreciate everybody, and thank you. I hope I served everybody, Brother Forrest. I'm so thankful for this opportunity. None of this would have happened without you. Um, you saw something in me more than people see every day. We're thankful for you, brother. We're thankful for you, brother. We thank God for you. All right. A proper for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.